It's the Kim Munson Show, analyzing the most important stories. An early childhood taxing district, what on earth is that? The latest in politics and world affairs. I don't think that we should be passing legislation that is so complicated that people kind of throw up their hands and say, oh, I can't understand it. Today's current opinions and ideas. It is not fair that just because you're a big business that you get a break on this and the little guy doesn't. Is it freedom or is it force? Let's have a conversation. Indeed. Let's have a conversation and welcome to the Kim Munson Show. Thank you so much for joining us. You're each treasured value. You have purpose. Today, strive for excellence. Take care of your heart, your soul, your mind, and your body. My friends, we were made for this moment. Thank you to the team. That's producer Steve, producer Luke, Zach, Patty, Keith, Charlie, Echo, all the people here at Crawford Broadcasting. Happy Good Friday to you, producer Steve. Happy Good Friday to you. I can't believe... Well, it's Friday, and I can't believe it's Good Friday already in terms of the passage of the year. Yes, and I was reflecting as I was driving in uh, the, you know, what happened from Maundy Thursday to Good Friday. What was going on uh, so many years ago at this particular point in time? There was uh, certainly there was uh, Christ in the Garden of Gethsemane. Boy, I'm not saying that very well today. Um, And just think about it. In that prayer, it says that he actually was sweating blood. When we talk about stress, can you imagine that? And then, of course, he is arrested. And then what happens through the whole night uh, with the the scourging at the pillar and the crowning of the thorns? Um, Then, of course, carrying the cross uh, to Calvary and the crucifixion. Uh, I was just reflecting on all that, all that is is what we're th- talking about today you know it's been depicted in in many 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 movies uh up on that particular subject of uh you know, what what the those events that came together in jerusalem and to me it is a fascinating study of how the depravity of human nature in terms of the power plays that were going on there between the romans and the uh the jewish officials and all of them were kind of threatened by this this small this leader and his small little band that traveled with him and the the hijinks that they went through to make this happen i know yeah it's uh yeah it's pretty amazing and of course i know so many people are watching this series the chosen which is uh, dallas jenkins uh jonathan rumi is playing christ it's pretty amazing uh, what's happening and i i watched the very last episode the last episode that they've done oh a few weeks ago and they're trying to reach a billion people with this this is just pretty amazing uh the the amount of people that are watching this i never underestimate efforts like that you just never know who you're reaching out to right who you're touching right and so we're going to talk with scott powell uh, as our featured guest today uh and he has written the book rediscovering america and it is what our how the national holidays tell an amazing story about who we are and uh, talk with two new sponsors as well uh, john lennon with johnny stubbs heating and air conditioning services and dr craig stimson who is a chiropractor that's been able to help me and then pam long has written another very important essay regarding the radicalization of the transgender movement to a vulnerable population. So it's really important that we uh, talk about that as well. So first thing, oh, our uh, America's Veteran Stories this weekend is with World War II veteran Arthur Frangello. He was on a PT boat 
in the Mediterranean, and that will air 3 to 4 p.m. this Sunday. You will not want to miss it. And he is, it was just a delight to do the interview, Steve. Yeah, he's a a very fun-loving guy, almost quite the character. And uh, we're talking to him now at this stage, point in his life. I can't imagine what he was like when when he was just a young guy. you know, sailing the uh, the Mediterranean Mediterranean in a PT boat. Uh, life was was interesting. Uh, it was very interesting. Yes, they had torpedoes, and they were going out looking for for action, if you will. So it is a great interview. And uh, so the first thing I wanted to do is to go to our quote for today. I went to C.S. Lewis. I uh, was a British writer, literary scholar, and Anglican lay theologian. And he held academic positions in English literature at both Oxford University and Cambridge. He was born in 1898. He died in 1963. He wrote the whole series regarding the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, uh, the whole series about uh, Narnia, uh, Mere Christianity, Screwtape Letters. And he said this. He said, he died not for men, but for each man. If each man had been the only man made, he would have done no less pretty powerful for good friday steve i would expect that from c.s lewis though of the the little bit of him that i have absorbed over the years uh he 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 has the he's mastered the power of words yes and i wanted to mention this other quote uh from c.s lewis regarding christ and he said this he said you must make your choice either this man was and is the son of god or else a madman or something worse You can shut him up for a fool, you can spit at him and kill him as a demon, or you can fall at his feet and call him Lord and God. But let us not come with any patronizing nonsense about his being a great human teacher. He has not left that open to us. He did not intend to. Have you ever heard that before? I I was on the way in, I thought, you know, I'm going to pull that quote and talk about it just a little bit. No, that's the first time I've heard it, but again, very descriptive, very, very accurate. Very accurate. Yes, uh, very accurate. So let's see. The first thing, we'll go very quickly to the bill of the day. It is uh, protecting its House, uh, excuse me, Senate Bill 23172, Protecting Opportunities and Workers' Rights Act. And the prime sponsors are Faith Winner, Democrat, Julie Gonzalez, Democrat, Representative Mike uh, Weissman, Democrat, and Jennifer Bacon, Democrat. And it has a whole bunch of different things, but just the first sentence, it says, for purposes of addressing discriminatory or unfair employment practices pursuant to Colorado's anti-discrimination laws, the bill enacts the Protecting Opportunities and Workers' Rights Act, which, and then it goes through a number of things. This could also be appropriately named um, additional funds, uh, additional money going into trial attorneys' pockets and making it more and more difficult, once again, for business in Colorado. Leave it to you to cut through all the uh, malarkey and get get to the point. Get right to the point, for sure. Next thing I wanted to address, Steve, is I've been thinking a whole lot about this transgender agenda on our children. I think I mentioned yesterday that um, I, apparently Crest Toothpaste has uh, done some kind of an endorsement with uh, this transgender individual. And I'm, I'm going to I just bought some Crest toothpaste and I'm going to take it back. And I thought, how do I explain this? Because I think all of us that are becoming more and more informed about this at- radical activist transgender agenda. And I know that they're trying to 
couched themselves with the the complete LGBTQ movement. But this is this is this is a by itself over here, and it's about. And so I'm thinking, how what am I going to say? Because um, we just saw we talked about it yesterday in Kansas that the legislature overrode the veto of the radical left governor regarding uh, they say transgender individuals it, it, let's just call it what it is boys playing in girls sports boys in girls locker rooms don't you remember in the old days that boys you know peeking into the girls locker rooms what do we call them we call them peeping toms or perverts right now instead of just peeping into the girls locker rooms they are are by law getting to be in the girls lockers rooms this is madness another p word parading around the girls locker room yes which brings up another P word that I'm not going to mention <laughs> that is parading around in the girls' locker rooms. This is not okay. And let's call it what it really is. Boys in girls' locker rooms, boys playing in girls' sports, and that is not okay. And I don't know where the women's lib movement is, is on this, but by gosh, I, they should be all over this regarding girls should be able to compete in girls' sports and boys compete in boys' sports. And yet crickets from them crickets. right now, at crickets. least for the time being. Crickets now, right Maybe now. they're going to get organized and maybe they're going to stand up, but I don't see it yet. I don't see it yet either. But how how do I um, – because th- those that are, are in favor of boys in girls' locker rooms and boys playing in girls' sports – uh, they're saying that this needs to be done to affirm who these kids think they are and that it's it's not compassionate if we don't recognize these quote-unquote rights. And, and so we have to really call it what it is because the, whoever I'm going to be talking to today probably may not really know what this whole issue is about. And we have to explain that this is an agenda that is after our 12-year-olds – uh, and actually before, because it's even being taught earlier in school, but at the age of 12, that kids could start to give without permission from their parents. They could take psychotropic drugs. They could uh, take drugs to start to, to change their hormones. Uh, next thing will be uh, actual surgery. And this is child mutilation. And this is not Okay. And so, anyway, I've got to have that conversation, but we need to explain that to people, that this isn't about hurting trans kids. This is about protecting kids from the transgender movement, and that's what it's really about, Steve. How am I doing? Is that, You're do you doing think? great. And then the, you know, the logical thinker would say, well, where is this coming from? And I think enough people and maybe Jill Vecchio was one of them that says this has ties to Klaus Schwab and his gang in terms of uh, population reduction because the historical roles of the genders are going to get so messed up after a while and and you're just going to see birth rates fall continue well and see that's the other thing under this mutilation is it gets to a point where they will not be able to reproduce they will not be able to have children but this isn't this this is directly connected to the complete uh, abortion movement as well. The, the abortion movement, I don't think, was ever about women's rights. I think it was about depopulation as well. Well, okay, you just mentioned Kansas. Uh, I know there's there's a lot of funny things going on in Wisconsin right now. After Tuesday, there was a, 
uh, I guess, a vacancy and a new uh, radically left judge was appointed. And right away they went for the abortion thing. Immediately, yeah, yeah. and uh, it's it's really not about women's rights. I, I think it, I think it's um, a much bigger Marxist agenda. Well, and, and to me, it's a warning bell. If things like this are happening in Kansas of all places or Wisconsin, I've asked two people who have spent a lot of time in Kansas over the last twenty five years or so. It's like, when did I'm sorry in Wisconsin for the last twenty five years or so? asking when did wisconsin get you know when did the left get their hands around the throat of wisconsin uh it's been a fight there in wisconsin for sure and you'll then continue probably to see things regarding elections and drop boxes all kinds of things that could cause that could affect elections you'll probably start to see some of those things who was in alabama this week telling them to be on guard against the uh, the GOP, but Gavin Newsom, governor of California. Now, what's he doing in Alabama? Doesn't he have enough problems in his own state? Uh, yes, I think that is the case. I most definitely do think that is the case, Steve. It is important that we have these conversations, and uh, we get to have them because of great sponsors, and one of those great sponsors is the Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance Team. And Roger has been helping people for 47 years. Uh, He served as customers, provided for his family, and given back to the communities of Centennial Littleton, Highlands Ranch, Inglewood, and Greenwood Village, as well as Castle Rock. For help with all your insurance needs, Call the Roger Mangan team at 303-795-8855. 303-795-8855. Like a good neighbor, Roger Mangan Insurance is there. So I switched my insurance to the Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance Agency. Get this. I actually talked to Roger Mangan, who has been helping people with their insurance coverage in our community for 47 years. He helped me create a State Farm personalized price insurance plan for my home and auto and explained affordable options. For personalized service and peace of mind that you are working with a team that cares about you and your family, call Roger Mangan now at 303-795-8855. Kim highly recommends the Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance Team. Again, that number is 303-795-8855. It's Colorado. We want warm homes in the winter and cool, comfortable homes in the summer. Johnny Stubbs Services is the heating and air conditioning company to call to ensure that your heating and cooling systems run efficiently and last for years. Johnny Stubbs Services' team of experts provide proper guidance to help you make informed decisions about your heating and cooling needs. Johnny Stubbs Services is prompt, reliable, and stands behind their work with a satisfaction guarantee. Kim Munson highly recommends Johnny Stubb Services for all your heating and cooling needs. Call Johnny Stubb Services today at 720-369-7589 to schedule your air conditioning check before summer arrives. That's 720-369-7589. Stay up to date on issues in public health and science by signing up and reading Dr. James Lyons Weiler's latest articles at Popular Rationalism on Substack. Find more information about Popular Rationalism at KimMunson.com. It's Friday! Indeed, it is Friday, and welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. I'm Kim Munson. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M O N S O N.com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter, and you can email me at Kim at Kim Munson.com as well. 
And I wanted to mention Hooters Restaurants. I'm going to be having lunch with Kurt Gerwitz over there today, taking advantage of their lunch specials. They have five locations, Loveland, Aurora, Lone Tree, Westminster, and Colorado Springs, and have been great sponsors of both the Kim Munson Show and America's Veteran Stories for quite some time. And I got to know them because of uh, an issue when I was on city council. And it's a super important issue about freedom and free markets and capitalism. And you can find that story at my website, KimMunson.com. But they've got great specials Monday through Friday for lunch and for happy hour. And so be sure and check that out. Gee, maybe you could buy your producer lunch. We should do that one of these days, huh? Okay, I'll do it. I will do that. Okay. Uh, so I wanted to just uh, mention a couple of other things here. This was from uh, Fox News, and this is uh, titled, uh, well, I'll just go ahead to the first sentence. It says, a Colorado school district has a methodical system in place to keep parents in the dark on their child's gender transition in schools, according to documents reviewed by Fox News Digital. Leslie Mecca, a counselor at Bear Creek, uh, and again, see here, this is a counselor. Remember, we've had, um, we need to get them back on. That courage is a habit. Said that a lot of this is coming through the counseling, the American Counselors Association or something. So, Leslie Mecca, a counselor at Bear Creek, a K through 8 school in the district, sent an email to the Jeffco Public School District's equity office. On August 29, 2022, asking clarification on its recommendations regarding flagging an in-school social transition of a child's gender. Jeffco defines transition as the steps a transgender person takes in order to align aspects of their life to be consistent with their gender identity. In the email, Mecca said that teachers in the school wanted to tell parents about kids' social transition, including their use of different name and pronouns. Mecca said, in one grade, we have 10 students who identify as a different name and pronoun. They ask teachers to call them by their preferred name and pronouns, and our teachers do so. However, our teachers are concerned with parents not knowing. Jeffco Public Schools District Toolkit on Dealing with Parents says the question is whether, as a school, we have a due diligence to inform parents. In my opinion, and from what I've gathered from diversity and LGBTQIA trainings, is that it is detrimental if we out them to their parents, Mecca continued. So we call them by their preferred pronouns and names at school. And if parents do not know, we call them by their given name to parents. Can you please provide advice? And the counselor said she would follow up with teachers on the district's recommendation. I want to provide them with some answer of advisement on what they should do. Uh, can you believe that? And so then, anyway. You're making me ill. I know. Did you say, what's the name? The, the name of the toolkit is what? Keeping parents? Uh, let's see here. I'll have to find it again. It says uh, the toolkit is a dealing with parents dealing on dealing with parents i didn't uh, catch that good catch on that a toolkit named dealing with parents like it's some kind of a plague you know when kane says to get your kids out of public schools <laughs> uh i i'm thinking he's uh, i'm chuckling because every time kane comes on i mean he doesn't just say it he <laughs> says it he does say it so uh, which re- reminds me 
he had suggested, and we're going to start this next Friday, the second hour, we're going to have Open Line Friday. Now, I'm a little nervous about it because I, I want to make sure that I hear from you. Although I think yesterday, Steve, you said we, we ended the, the hour and the phone lines were lit up. And so between them, text line 720-605-0647 and the phone in lines, we are going to do that next uh uh, next uh, next Friday. One other thing this just came in on the text line, transgender rights do not supersede other citizens' rights. That particular listener is spot on. So, Steve, um, quickly, I, let's get over here to this soundbite that uh, was from Candace Owens, I think you said from Tuesday night on Tucker Carlson. Uh, he had her on, and he was noticeably rattled by the events of the day regarding Trump's indictment, and I, he chose to go to Candace Owens and she you know she's not her normal bubbly self here now yeah she's talking quickly talking fast like she normally does but you're going to hear her talk about cultural demise feelings uh outraged and uh angered uh despair sadness and she's got she's got a kind of a really unique approach to what's happening to us here and now and how the government has basically done a 180 on us based on the way we started this millennia with the uh, Iran-Iraq situation and uh, Afghanistan. And you're going to find this very interesting. Are you ready? I'm ready. And I will say this about this cultural demise that we're facing. I know people are understandably outraged and people are understandably anger. But I also want to comment on just the overwhelming despair and sadness that all of this is making me feel. And I yeah. know that so many people at home are feeling the exact same way, not just about America's present, feeling bleak about the future, dystopian nightmare that we're currently existing in, but also looking backward. You know, one of the things that I think a lot of us are feeling is disillusionment uh, with, with, with what American justice is even about. We've spent the better half of the last century entering in other countries saying that we have a right to be here because we're spreading quote unquote democracy. Well, we've completely yeah. lost the moral high ground. I'm not sure if we ever really had it. We have a right to be in Iraq, Iran, Afghanistan, because we have better, our, our principles are better because these people are criminals, because these people are terrorists, because these people have the wrong ideas. Now, all of a sudden, our government is turning that same ideology against the American people, right? Exactly. Now we have the wrong ideas. Now we are the domestic terrorists. Now we are the people that need to understand that criminality is allowed to fly. And so it's, it's incredibly despairing. And, and I just want to speak on that first and foremost, you know, to look and say that overseas, we used to talk about how these terrorists were locking up their political dissidents. Now we're doing exactly the same thing. We're locking up grandmas in the Capitol building. We're putting people in prison uh, for years for the offense of trespassing. Uh, we are now locking up a political contender. You're saying Donald Trump must be arraigned. We can't tell you why. But we're going to issue a gag order. If any of this took place overseas, could you imagine what the response would be? We'd be demanding boots on the ground tomorrow to spread democracy. But here, they completely overlook it. My first thought, you remember when Merrick Garland, uh, was it the, uh, what year was it, with the, the gubernatorial election in Virginia, Glenn Youngkin uh, was basically stepping up because Merrick Garland was step going in there and saying parents had no right to go to school board meetings and whatnot. And this is exactly where this my mind went when she said this. Well, and uh, right here in Colorado, we really have to stand for parental rights. Of course, there was the big um, rally down at the Capitol yesterday for parental rights. And so it's so important that we understand, first of all, what's going on. When I tell people this whole thing about 12-year-olds being able to take psychotropic drugs and um, 
have you know this whole transgender thing at school and parents don't even know they're like that can't be possible but that's why we do the show is because it is so important that people understand what's going on and of course we're keeping a eye on on what is happening at the legislature but we get to do this because of really great sponsors and i am so excited to welcome as new sponsors of the show johnny stubb services uh, they're experts in um, keeping you cool in the summer and warm in the winter, heating and air conditioning. Uh, and we have on the line John Lennon. He is the owner of Johnny Step Services. John, welcome to the show. Hello, Kim. How are you doing this morning? I am doing well, and I'm really excited to have you as new sponsors of the show. Oh, thanks. We're definitely excited to be a part of your uh, team and community. Well, and uh, producer Steve actually had a an experience with you, and I think that he wanted to, to say something about that, Steve. <laughs> well, he probably thought, well, I already forgotten about it. But no, he was literally standing in my basement, uh, what, two, three months ago already. But I want to let you know, John, uh, that, that uh, pump, the heat pump is making more and more noises. I'm going to get through this heating system, but then as soon as... Heating system, uh, heating season is over. You're going to get the call. <laughs> well, we look forward to getting you taken care of, and it sounds like saving you a bunch of money compared to the previous competitor. Oh, there with you. we probably shouldn't even go there. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, John, we I, I know it's hard for people to believe, but summer is right around the corner. And planning uh, is always a good thing. So people should be starting to think about checking their air, air conditionings out, uh, right? Yes, ma'am. So uh, we offer a clean and check service where we come in, um, clean up the outside. Uh, outdoor unit and then uh, we go through a safety check on the indoor unit um, make sure our temperatures are dropping correctly across the evaporative coil so we can keep you a maintained good temperature inside um, charge a fair rate at that and then if there are any repairs you know we let you know about that before anything's done and you know just trying to be upfront and honest with our customers and make sure that they're uh, they're comfortable and their system's running efficiently and reliable and so how can people reach you uh johnny stubb services uh so you can call us at 720-369-7589 um and one of my two office ladies michelle or aaron will answer the phone and get you on our schedule and uh you know me or robert uh the co-founder of my company will uh, be out to get you taken care of um we're also for the first 50 customers that call us from uh, your show, we're going to offer a, a goodies bag. And I have one of those goodies bags, and it is, um, I just opened it up. I thought, well, this is a real treat. So, again, so that's for the first 50 customers. And, again, that is a special line, correct? So what is that phone number again? Well, the special line <clears throat> is uh, we didn't get that up and going yet. So if they want to just call the main line and then just make sure that they uh, mention they've called from the Kim Munson show. Okay, that, that would be just great. And uh, there's some nice things in that goodie bag. John Lennon, I am so excited to welcome you. And uh, people can get more information also by going to your website, which is Johnny. That's J-O-H-N-N-Y, johnnystubservices.com. And uh, we will talk to you next week as well. And I would recommend to people to start thinking ahead and get ready for uh, summer. It's right around the corner. And get uh, get on the schedule. So, John, thank you so much. 
Thank you, Kim. You have a great day, and good talking to you too, Steve. Okay. And as you can see, I get to work with a lot of really great people. And my friends, when you are looking for services that uh, my sponsors provide, greatly would appreciate it if you would give them the opportunity to earn uh, your business. And another great sponsor is Karen Levine, award-winning realtor with Remax Alliance. Home ownership, a place to call your own, has created wealth for Coloradans throughout the years. Award-winning realtor Karen Levine with Remax Alliance understands the importance of home ownership. Karen Levine works tirelessly at the local, county, state, and national levels to protect your property rights. With nearly 30 years' experience as a Colorado realtor, Karen Levine will help you navigate the metro real estate market, whether you're buying your home, selling your home, considering a new build, or exploring investment properties. Call Karen at 303-877-7516. That's 303-877-7516 for answers to all your real estate needs. Pain can be exhausting and frustrating, and Kim was recently experiencing hip pain from life's wear and tear. Dr. Craig Stimson with Advantage Wellness Center was able to help. For over 35 years, Dr. Craig Stimson has been helping individuals and their entire families with non-surgical and drugless treatments to address sports injuries, back and neck pain, headaches, joint pain, and auto accident injuries. Call Dr. Craig at 303-691-1771 today for your appointment. Dr. Craig Stimson, he can help you too. That number is 303-691-1771. You'd like to get in touch with one of the sponsors of The Kim Munson Show, but you can't remember their phone contact or website information. Find a full list of advertising partners on Kim's website, KimMunson.com. That's Kim, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Indeed, it is Friday. Welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. I'm Kim Munson. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter, and you can email me at Kim at Kim Munson dot com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you should not have to force people to do it. It is Good Friday, and uh, I'm so excited to have on the line with me Scott Powell. He is is uh, the author of Rediscovering America, How the National Holidays Tell an Amazing Story About Who We Are. And I wanted to talk with him about Good Friday and Easter. And in fact, one of your big fans, good friend of mine, and that is retired uh, Colonel, uh, United States Air Force Colonel um, Bill Rutledge said, please get Scott Powell on during Easter week. And so we have accomplished that. Scott, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Kim. That's very gracious of you. So Good Friday, Easter, what should, we, what should we know about this? And I actually did share this a C.S. Lewis quote um, that is powerful, and uh, I'll just read it one more time. It says, you must make your choice. Either the, this man was and is the son of God or else a madman or something worse. You can shut him up for a fool. You can spit on him and kill him as a demon, or you can fall at his feet and call him Lord and God. But let us not come with any patronizing nonsense about his being a great human teacher. He has not left that open to us. He did not intend to. And I remember the first time I read that quote, it just kind of stopped me in my tracks, uh, Scott Powell. Yeah, it certainly does. It certainly does. And today maybe we can... You know, we can share with the audience the reasons why they can be absolutely uh, certain of uh, that, that Jesus is the his, not just a historical figure, 
but that indeed he, everything about him is true, that the resurrection is true. But to summarize the Christian message, you know, let's just start out with observing that it's remarkable that Christ had no servants, yet everyone called him master. He had no formal education or degree, yet the educated Jews called him rabbi and teacher. Jesus had no medicines, and yet he was desperately sought out as a healer. He had no army, yet emperors and kings feared him. You know, and history shows that so many levels of human advancement were made possible by God, who became man, born in the humble circumstances of a dirty stable in the small village of Bethlehem, which was a speck in the vast Roman Empire. And while that empire would crumble and fall, Jesus, who had neither an army nor won any military battles, went on to become the Lord and Savior for people who believe all over the world. And of course he said, uh, my kingdom is not of this world, and how, how true that is. This, in 2023 America, um, it seems that we've lost our foundations of America. And, um, and people, I think a lot of people are searching uh, as we're talking this, this Good Friday, Scott Powell. I agree. I, I think this is a very exciting time for, for us believers to be able to reach out to people we know and, and just to keep an eye out for people that, you know, are, are lost. They're suffering because, uh, you know, we have the answer for them and, and they can discover this for themselves. Um, but let's talk about why, why Christ is so unique. Uh, go, let's, let's go into more detail. He was the only person in human history who was pre-announced starting a thousand years before he was born with over 100 prophetic accounts from 18 different prophets from the Old Testament between the 10th and the 4th centuries B.C. And those prophecies predicted the specifics of his coming birth, his life, and his death. Hundreds of years later, of course, the details of Christ's birth, life, and betrayal and death uh, validated in those prophecies in surprisingly accurate and minute detail. I mean, these prophecies that were that were delivered hundreds of years before were actually uh, happened with with great detail. You know, and it was a thousand years BC. One of the first prophets was David, and he prophetically wrote about the crucifixion of Christ, which is what we are, uh, you know, what, what we acknowledge on Good Friday, the crucifixion of Christ. He, he prophesied about this at a time when crucifixion was simply unknown as a means of execution. It didn't exist. It didn't, didn't exist in anyone's mind. And yet, it's so cruel. I, yeah. I mean, it, I think it's probably one of the cruelest deaths there could be, Scott. Yes, that is absolutely right. That is absolutely right. And think about how every other consequential person in history came into the world to live, right? Um, The death of other religious leaders, uh, such as Abraham, Moses, Buddha, Mohammed, and and Confucius, and there are many others, their death brought an anticlimactic end to to their lives and to their work. But Christ came into the world as God's Son in order to die and pay the price for man's sin. His sacrifice uh, 
was really the ultimate climax of his life. And it was done for all, uh, all mankind, for the benefit of everyone, opening the way to eternal life in heaven for all, all who believe. Um, it, it's incredible. And then think about uh, of these five major world religions built on personalities. And it's only Christianity that claims its founder is still alive, having overcome death through resurrection. No Jew ever believed that after Abraham died and was interned, and there, there's a description of that in the Bible, that, that his tomb ever became empty. <laughs> after Buddha died, no disciple claimed they, they had, had seen, seen him, he or she had seen or saw or ever spoke to him again. And, and of course, as for Mohammed, his founder, founder of Islam, the second largest religion in the world, there's no trace of his appearing to his disciples or followers after he died. He, his occupied tomb is located in Medina and is, the, is visited by hundreds of thousands of de- devout Muslims every year. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. I hadn't quite thought about it that, like that. And Christ was unique in giving up his life as a sacrifice to fulfill why he came into the world. We know that he showed the highest standard of love possible through compassion for outcasts, healing the afflicted by his teachings, and ultimately in, make, in making... Uh, that great sacrifice of his life, giving his life to rescue and save mankind. Then, then, to provide seeing is believing, and we're getting ahead of our story on Good Friday, um, to provide seeing is believing evidence, God brought Jesus back from the dead in a tomb to being alive, resurrected, so people could have living proof of who he was. It's just incredible. And, and the New Testament provides accounts from multiple sources who witnessed Jesus firsthand after the resurrection. In fact, Jesus made about ten separate appearances to his disciples, and the Bible refers to his making more appearances, but, but there are ten that are, that are described. Um, and, and these appearances came after the resurrection, and before his ascension into heaven, which was a period of 40 days. 40 is a very significant number in, in Scripture. Some of these appearances were to individual disciples. Some were to several disciples together. And there was, uh, there was uh, an early one where Jesus appeared to 500 people at one time. And particularly noteworthy is that there's no accounts of witnesses who came forth and disputed these appearances or called it a hoax. Not a single one. Nor do we find any historical record of any witness accounts that were contradictory. Now that's that's pretty incredible, especially in the day, in in the day and age in which we live, where everything there's so many hoaxes and so many misinformation. There was nobody that came out and said that that was misinformation, right, Scott? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I want to just talk about. Good Friday a little bit. As I thought about this, Christ experienced, I think, everything that a human could, and he overcame it. But I think it's important to, first of all, he lost everything. I mean, they stripped him. He lost everything. And and so if, if people have gone through a time where, where they feel that they've lost everything, he over he overcame that. Um, the loss of a child. I can't imagine him looking at Mary 
from the cross and and uh, you know just she, she I'm sure she was asking all kinds of questions and and her grief had to be so great but he overcome overcame that loss of a child uh, having all of his friends um, you know disown him uh, I mean ouch that hurts but then all the physical stuff as well uh, there the scourging at the pillars and the and the crowning of the thorns and, and carrying the cross and he and, and he was in such bad shape that they had to have had to have Simon, I think, as Cyrene, hopefully I'm remembering that right, to carry the cross for him. Um, and so all the physical stuff. But he, the message, I think, of Good Friday is that he overcame everything that we could ever experience, Scott. That's right. That's right. And, and that's an ultimate message of hope for all of us. We all go through struggles, disappointments, great losses. It's, it's just part of living life. Um, but that it's often in the midst of our suffering uh, that we meet God in a deeper way than ever before. I, I think most people can testify to the truth of that. that through, through suffering, uh, God meets us, and we meet Him. Uh, and that's... And that's uh, that, that's the greatest blessing that anyone could get because, you know, we don't just live a physical life here on earth for 80, 90 years or however long we're here, but we have an eternal life. And, uh, you know, we, we, we want to be prepared for that eternal life. So, Scott Powell, I have a couple of questions. I think I'm going to start with this one. Uh, and then in the last segment, we'll talk about the other one. But the Bible, you mentioned that he was pre-announced a thousand years before he came. And when you read the Bible, it's particularly in the Old Testament, there's some uh, – this is why I'm, I really do struggle with um, – any kind of censorship, because there's things in the Old Testament that could be censored. I think there was violence, and there was you know, sex, there was all kinds of stuff. And so, finally, I guess I've come to the conclusion that the Bible is a story from beginning to end, as far as it's the story of God's continuing to want to have a relationship with each of us, mankind, What's your thoughts on that, Scott? Oh, I think it's absolutely true. I mean, right from the fall of man, um, the fall of Adam and Eve, you know, God began his redemptive work. Um, and uh, when things got so bad, there was so much, so much sin, life was so horrible, God decided that he really needed to start over. So he found a righteous man and a righteous family in Noah. And that's when the flood took place. And by the way, that flood is—it's um, it, been proven. Uh, it's not only the legend; it's not only true in other religions, like the Gilgamesh legends, which come out of India, that talk about this great flood. But we we know that that flood took place. And anyway, and then so Noah's family survived, and from that family, God began uh, again populating the world. Uh, in hopes that it would work out, would work out better. But ultimately, God had to s- send His Savior because, um, you know, original sin is part of the lineage of man. It is. And in order to in order to be redeemed of our sin, we need that Savior. So, 
it's um, it's a it's an incredible story, and everything in the Old Testament really points uh, to, to to Jesus Christ, to the Messiah. In fact, it's talked about uh, Jesus is talked about as the last Adam. So he comes in the same role that Adam had a perfect a perfect uh, human, a God's God's perfection incarnate as Adam was, uh, and Adam and Eve were before the fall. That is such an interesting point on that. And I'm talking with uh, Scott Powell, and he's written just a really amazing book, Rediscovering America, How the National Holidays Tell an Amazing Story About Who We Are. Uh, And we're talking about this on Good Friday. Of course, Easter morning, we will be celebrating here on Sunday. But I wanted to mention a nonprofit that I am getting to know and working with, and that is the Center for American Values. And they're located uh, right here in Pueblo. And they have just, I I would really recommend a day trip down to uh, go to their American Values Gallery exhibit. It's Portraits of Valor, and it's an extraordinary collection of photographic portraits and documentation of more than 160 Congressional Medal of Honor recipients. And it is very powerful, and you can just spend time looking into the eyes of these Medal of Honor recipients. And these guys received the Medal of Honor for saving lives. I think that's really important. And Pueblo has four Medal of Honor recipients. And Drew Dix, who is a co-founder with Brad Padula of the Center, um, received the Medal of Honor for uh, actions he took uh, in uh, the Vietnam War during the Tet Offensive. And so you can get more information about them by going to AmericanValueCenter.org, or you can put in Center for American Values. But uh, again, check it out. It is so important that we do that. And they're focusing on these these great attributes of, of man, and that would be honor and integrity and patriotism. We are humans, and we are certainly fallible, but let's strive for higher things, for higher ideals. So uh, the show comes to you because of great sponsors, and one of those sponsors is Roots Medical. Hey, folks, Matthew Dark here with exciting news about COVID justice and how you can be involved in this critical moment in history. Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom, in conjunction with COVIDPenalty.com, is leading the way in protecting everyone's legal right to refuse an investigational new drug. There is no law that can force you to participate in medical research, and we need your help in bringing these lawsuits to fruition. To donate and view impending lawsuits, visit ColoradoMedicalFreedom.com. That's ColoradoMedicalFreedom.com. Inflation is rocking our boats, especially for individuals on fixed incomes. If you are 62 years or older, mortgage specialist with Polygon Financial Group, Lauren Levy, can help you navigate this inflation squeeze with a reverse mortgage. Additionally, if you are considering buying a new home, refinancing your existing home, or consolidating high interest debt, it's not too late to lock in an interest rate before interest rates increase again. Don't wait. Kim Munson recommends you call Lauren Levy today at 303-880-8881 for a no-cost consultation. That's Lauren Levy at 303-880-8881. It's more critical than ever to get the firearms training you must have to be confident in protecting yourself and your family. Learning from the expertly trained instructors at Franktown Firearms and Shooting Range, you will learn the skills necessary to be ready for anything you have to deal with. If you learned how to shoot by way of Granddad Taught Dad Taught Me, you may be missing critical elements of safety and proficiency training that can only be learned in the right environment with a knowledgeable and industry-leading instructor who can analyze and diagnose shooting mistakes, helping you prepare properly. 
At Franktown Firearms, they believe understanding how guns work, learning the fundamentals the right way, and being confident in using a gun can mean the difference between life and death. When people leave Franktown classes, they feel empowered. They look forward to practicing and getting more training. Go to franktownfirearms.com and sign up for one of our training classes today. Franktown Firearms, where friends are made. It is Friday, and welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter. And you can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We are an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you should not have to force people to do it. And just wanted to mention another nonprofit that I dearly love, and that is the United States Marine Memorial. And uh, Paula Sarles, who is the president of the Marine Memorial Foundation, and her team are raising money for the remodel. And uh, she is a Gold Star wife. She's also a Marine veteran. But the building is dedicated to telling the story of those we honor and remember through the years, educating the public about the Marine Corps and who the Corps serves, and providing meeting space for veterans and youth groups and providing referral services with some direct services to veterans. It is a beautiful plan that they have come up with. And uh, uh, I, I think it's so important to Remember these stories, honor those that have been willing to give their lives or have given their lives for our liberty. And so you can go to usmcmemorialfoundation.org to see what they're doing and to help them out. On the line with me is Scott Powell, and he has written this important book, and it should be in everybody's freedom library at their home. And I, I have it on audio, but I, I it's on my list of things to do. I just have to order that today, Scott, so that I have that in my Freedom <laughs> Library. It's Rediscovering America, How the National Holidays Tell an Amazing Story About Who We Are. Uh, Good Friday. Uh, this is the day that um, Christ was crucified on the cross, and it was a very dark day for humankind at at that time. But People are skeptical. They, well, that's the thing about religion, Scott, is um, humans sometimes use religion for their own purposes instead of the, the true gospel. And, and so in some ways Christianity's gotten a kind of a bad name because people think that Christians want to control their lives and tell them what to do. And actually what I found so interesting through the whole COVID reaction is, oh, <laughs> who really wants to control your lives is the radical activists on the, the left. They want to tell you what to do and put in your body and all that. But uh, but those that are skeptical of of Christianity, I can understand why there, people are skeptical because humankind has gotten involved in the story as well. Scott, what's your thoughts? Well, there's actually far more reliable historical evidence for Christ's life, teachings, miracles, and death, and, and resurrection than there is for any other historical figure of ancient times. Consider, for instance, uh, that the authenticity of Alexander the Great, who was born some 350 years before Christ, and is very well known. A lot of there's a lot of writing about him. Um, that that story is based on two original biographical accounts of his life by two individuals named Arian and Plutarch. <clears throat> and but the written word of Alexander the Great wasn't actually accomplished for 400 years after Alexander died. So the history of Alexander the Great, who were sure lived and sure did all these things, he was a great military, and, you know, military strategist today even study his military strategy. Uh, but there was no record, no written record for 400 years. Interesting. Um, 
Isn't that amazing? Yeah. The, man, the manuscripts of, of uh, uh, Virgil and Horace, both of whom lived within a generation of Christ, were written more than four centuries after his death. The, the copies of works by Livy and Tacitus on Roman history um, were written more than 500 years after the time of the original account. Uh, yet no one doubts these people. Uh, no one doubts the history of the Roman Empire, e- even though the written the written account wasn't done for, uh, you know, for centuries. Um, but when but with historical Jesus, we know him by way of of uh, eyewitness accounts, the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, uh, and John, uh, and Luke. Luke Luke wasn't an eyewitness, but the, the other three were. Uh, they weren't written, you know, hundreds of years later, but the Gospels were, ri- were, ri- were written within a generation, a generation and a half of Jesus' life. And we know that Apostles Matthew and John uh, were eyewitness accounts from their years of walking with Jesus as uh, his disciple. Mark had an eye- uh, had eyewitness account, but he was a little younger. He, he was a teenager when Jesus began his public ministry in Luke. Luke was a, a doctor, and he learned about Jesus from his friend Paul. Um, and the other important thing is, so eyewitness accounts are very important mm-hmm. in understanding history. You've got to have eyewitness accounts, and then you have to have the written record of those eyewitness accounts coming shortly after the event. That's when it's most accurate, right? right. We all know that as time passes and stories are told from one person to the next, one generation to the next, the stories change. They lose some of their accuracy. So we can be sure that the, that the life of Jesus is recorded more accurately uh, than any other historical figure of ancient times. Now, the other, then there's a, another element, and that is how many manuscripts are there that preserve, uh, that preserve history? And there are a thousand times more manuscripts that preserve the deeds and teaching of Jesus in the New Testament, it's about 25,000 total manuscripts. And we say well, manuscripts, they're not complete, they're bits and pieces, but they're, they're, they're ancient and they're old. Um, they're a thousand times more manuscripts than there are anyone else preserving the, the, the other classical uh, works of historic uh, figures of that time who, who lived at approximately the same time. And you could, might make the exception of Homer. You know, Homer, Homer wrote the Iliad, and, and, the, and the Iliad is backed by 1,800 manuscripts. Okay. But guess what? That's still less than one-tenth the mm-hmm. number of ancient manuscripts that back the authenticity of the New Testament. Gosh, that is absolutely fascinating. Um, well, we, I mean, God had it that way so that we might believe. So, the, so, so if we can prove that the Bible is true, that the New Testament is true, that Jesus lived, died, was resurrected, is our Savior, and we, we are sure in our mental brain of that, because we, people can do the research on this and verify what I've just said. So if you come to that conclusion mentally, what are you going to do about it? That's the you question. Know, if Jesus was the Messiah, do we want to live our life separately from the Savior? Or do we want to bring him into our life? Of course we want to bring him into our life. And, you know, Kim, you are a champion of freedom. I love you for that. And I want to tell your audience that the superhighway to freedom is 
faith in Jesus Christ as the Savior. When you bring Christ into your life, you are truly free. Your life is changed. You're more in, you know, you find that you don't do the old things, they just fall away. You find that you tell the truth to everybody all the time, and so you don't have to remember what lie you told. I mean, there's so much freedom right. in in our lives uh, that God provides for us. God wanted us to live, to be free. And let me just add what what freedom is all about. Freedom allows us to be creative. And it's creativity that has gotten us to where we are. And if we if we if we don't protect freedom and keep freedom, we will lose the very the very thing that has enabled us to make all this progress. Absolutely. Scott Powell, uh, we are out of time. And again, this is such an important book that he has written. And I would highly recommend people get it, Rediscovering America, How the National Holidays Tell an Amazing Story About Who We Are. Scott Powell, thank you. And I wish you a very blessed Easter. And thank you for sharing this today, Scott Powell. Oh, God bless you, Kim, and uh, happy Easter to you, too. And our quote for the end of the show is from C.S. Lewis. He said this, he said, The Christian does not think God will love us because we are good, but that God will make us good because he loves us. So, my friends, today be grateful, read great books, think good thoughts, listen to beautiful music, communicate and listen well, live honestly and authentically, strive for high ideals, and like Superman, stand for truth, justice, and the American way. My friends, you are not alone. God bless you, and God bless America. Stay tuned for our number two. It's the Kim Munson Show, analyzing the most important stories. An early childhood taxing district, what on earth is that? The latest in politics and world affairs. I don't think that we should be passing legislation that is so complicated that people kind of throw up their hands and say, oh, I can't understand it. Today's current opinions and ideas. It is not fair that just because you're a big business that you get a break on this and the little guy doesn't. Is it freedom or is it force? Let's have a conversation. And welcome to our number two of the Kim Munson Show. Thank you so much for joining us. You're each treasured, valued, you have purpose. Today, strive for excellence to take care of your heart, your soul, your mind, and your body. My friends, we were made for this moment. And thank you to the team that I get to work with. That's producer Steve, producer Luke, Zach, Patty, Keith, Charlie, Echo, all the people here at Crawford Broadcasting. Happy Good Friday to you, producer Steve. Oh, you beat me to the punch. Uh, I, was, I was going to say, I thought because you would normally toss, for, hey, happy Friday. And I was uh-huh. going to say, happy Good Friday. Right. And uh, so among some of the holiest days in uh, in our calendar. And um, I, I, I just was reflecting, uh, and I mentioned it in the first segment, reflecting on this whole day as I was driving in, just what was happening those so many years ago. And it changed it changed history. It changed everything. And uh, so it's um, it's pretty amazing. But check out our website. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter. You'll get first look at our essays. And the way we work this is we put the essays out in the newsletter. And then they, don't, then they do go to the website. But to get first look, first look you want to be on our email list. So sign up at uh, KimMunson.com. Thank you. You can email me. 
at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. Our text line is 720-605-0647. And thank you to all of you who support us. We are an independent voice on an independent station searching for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. And uh, as we are in this uh, Easter season, uh, Good Friday, I just want to remind each of you, you are wonderfully made and you are created in the image of God. And so our quote for today, I went to C.S. Lewis. He was a British writer, literary scholar, Anglican lay theologian. He held uh, academic positions in English literature at both Oxford and Cambridge. He was born in 1898 and he died in 1963. And he said this about Christ. He said, he died not for men, but for each man. If each man had been the only man made, he would have done no less. And my friends, I think that these are such powerful words, and I thought that they were so appropriate uh, for this Good Friday. And again, he died not for men, but for each man. If each man had been the only man made, he would have done no less. And my friends, we get to have these incredible conversations, which hopefully are helping you get your brain around these issues because of great sponsors. And uh, when you're looking at doing business, uh, if you need any of these uh, services in your life, I really would appreciate it if you would give our sponsors the opportunity for your business. And I'm thrilled to have on the line with me Dr. Craig Stimson. Uh, He is a new partner sponsor of the show. Uh, He is a chiropractor, and he's been able to help me. Dr. Stimson, welcome to the show. Hello, Kim, and thank you for having me on the show today. Well, and I've never been to a chiropractor before, and um, kind of wear and tear on life. I was limping around a little bit, and a good friend of mine said, you need to talk to my chiropractor, Dr. Craig Stimson, because he can help you. And you have helped me. I am so appreciative of that, Dr. Stimson. Well, great, Kim. I'm glad that we've been able to help you. And uh, your story is pretty common. The wear and tear uh, daily life catches up with all of us, you know. Um, you had some hip problems, but 80% of us will have back pain throughout our life at some point in time. And we help a lot of people with uh, back pain, of course, uh, headaches, hip pain, uh, knee pain, anything, shoulder, elbows, hands. And what was important to me as I was going through this, I'm like, I do not want to go to the hospital. I do not want to have to get a new hip. I don't want to do all that. I really, and I love you say this, you say, we're we're trying to make sure you keep the original parts. And I love that, Dr. Stimson. Yeah, we try to keep you away from the aftermarket parts, if at all possible. And one of the reasons that people end up with that route is, you get misalignment in joints, and that's what causes the joints to wear out. And that can create arthritis, and then uh, you get wear and tear. If it goes on long enough, then sometimes replacements are needed. But if we can catch it uh, along in that stage prior to that point, and we can get them realigned, a lot of times we can help uh, prevent that. And, of course, get you out of pain and do that as quickly as possible without real long, drawn-out uh, course treatment. Well, and you know what you're doing. You've been doing this, what, for like 37 years, helping people right exactly in in the denver area with families and athletes pro athletes amateur athletes uh people involved in car accidents with all the crazy drivers around denver anymore (laughs) Uh, so you can certainly help people out with it what's the best way for people to reach you they should call my office kim at 303-691-1771 and also they can go online and check out my dr craig stimson blog 
ECHA.com, and ECHA is a series of articles on different types of problems that we can help people with. And I just received your hard copy newsletter the other day in the mail as well. Yes, we, we like to send that out and uh, snail mail. People are thrilled to get that in the mail instead of just a bunch of emails. So if anybody's interested in getting that, they can call us at the office and uh, give us their address. Again, it's 691-1771, and it's a 303 area code. And again, that's Dr. Craig Stimson, and pleased to uh, have you as a, a partner sponsor of the show. And I will see you later. I'm just going to come in for my checkup and get everything uh, lined around, uh, no pun intended. And again, that number is 303-691-1771. Dr. Craig Stimson, thank you. Thank you very much, Kim. Bye. And uh, these great sponsors that I get to work with, a number, another one of those is the Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance Team. And Roger knows that life can be challenging, and it's the Mangan Team's mission to maximize your financial security as you manage the risks of everyday life. Call Roger Mangan at 303-795-8855 for more information. Like a good neighbor, Roger Mangan's team is there. So I switched my insurance to the Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance Agency. Get this. I actually talked to Roger Mangan, who has been helping people with their insurance coverage in our community for 47 years. He helped me create a State Farm personalized price insurance plan for my home and auto and explained affordable options. For personalized service and peace of mind that you are working with a team that cares about you and your family, call Roger Mangan now at 303-795-8855. Kim highly recommends the Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance Team. Again, that number is 303-795-8855. Award-winning realtor Karen Levine has nearly 30 years of experience with REMAX Alliance. As a director with the National Association of Realtors, Karen Levine works to protect private property rights. Karen Levine believes in homeownership. Because of Karen's love of dogs, Karen volunteers regularly with GRRR, Golden Retriever Rescue of the Rockies, helping Golden Retrievers find their forever homes. Call Karen Levine to help you buy or sell your home because she understands that it's more than just a house. Call award-winning realtor Karen Levine with REMAX Alliance today at 303-877-7516. That's 303-877-7516. Stay up to date on issues in public health and science by signing up and reading Dr. James Lyons-Weiler's latest articles at Popular Rationalism on Substack. Find more information about Popular Rationalism at KimMunson.com. Jay Seculo, live, weekdays at 10 on KLZ 560. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter. And you can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice. We search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. I am so pleased to have on the line with me Pam Long. Uh, She writes very important essays that we publish uh, in our newsletter and then on the website and then a frequent guest on the show, and she's has the courage to take on these really important issues. But before we get into the discussion, I just wanted to mention the USMC Memorial Foundation. It is a, a nonprofit that I dearly love. Uh, they are raising money for the remodel of the Marine Memorial out at Six and Colfax. And Pam Long, I know that you have a heart for the USMC Memorial Foundation. Uh, tell us about that. 
Well, I had the opportunity to see the presentation for the renovation, and it will uh, honor people who have served and sacrificed in their families. And there's a there's a symbolic pathway for people who are just entering service. Um, it, so all members of the public, whether you have a, a past experience or a future experience connection to our military, will will be honored, and all branches of the military will be honored at this uh, renovated memorial. Well, and it is so important that we remember, uh, hear the stories, and honor those that have given their lives or been willing to give their lives for our liberty, which that is, uh, we're in this battle of ideas now that uh, is so important. So a great thing to do would be to go to the USMCMemorialFoundation.org and make a contribution to help with this remodel. And it's just a way to say thank you for my freedom. And it's great to have Pam Long on the the line with me. She is... um, uh, West Point graduate, as well as a, a former captain in the Army Medical Service Corps. Uh, she has the courage to take on these important issues, write about them, be on the radio to talk about them. And uh, we've got an essay that we'll be rolling out in the newsletter this weekend, so make sure all of you are signed up at my website for that. And it's called The Radicalization of People with Gender Dysphoria. And we've had all of these shootings, uh, these school shootings, and... There may be a connection. Just tell us about that, uh, Pam Long. Well, people are noticing that the Nashville shooter, the Colorado Springs shooter, the Highlands Ranch shooter, both of those are in Colorado, Aberdeen, Maryland shooter, and possibly the Uvalde, Texas shooter, all identified as transgender or non-binary. And and then when we, we combine that information with that, you know, this promotion of trans day of visibility on social media and all the way up to the White House and trans day of vengeance. This all happened in the last week of March where people where the rhetoric was violent, calling for, you know, graphic designs of knives and weapons. So we see, you know, we see what would be the precursor to a radicalized movement. This is so scary. Um, but this this whole transgender activists, uh, I mean, they're, they're, they're targeting our kids in school. And you've also written a piece about all these behavioral mental health bills. But in particular, this House Bill 23-1003, which is waking, making its way through the legislature now, is of such great concern. When I tell people about it, and about uh, some of these other bills that 12-year-olds can, without their parents' knowledge or their parents, uh, and obviously if their parents don't know, without their permission to take psychotropic drugs um, or or, 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 uh, accept those or to uh, go through mental health screenings and counseling sessions without their parents knowing, people look at me and they're like, that's not possible, but it is happening here in Colorado, Pam. Well, in House Bill 1003 is not a validated mental health assessment tool that you would be given in private practice, okay? There's a lot of anomalies that parents as wise consumers of any type of assessment should be aware of in that bill. Um, One, it's not a validated tool. It's an invented tool um, that was never validated by peer review. But the authors are promoting a lot of agendas in in that bill to uh, specifically your compliance with self, social, emotional learning. Um, And along with that, several other agendas like schools get graded on if they have an 
LGBT program. And um, you're going to see some more of this ESG, which you talked about in your show this week, this environmental social governance agendas. And they're, they're all wrapped in there. And then just over the top going to promote upticks in, in the pharmaceutical drug, SSRI-type mm. medications, because ultimately this is the target age group that pharma has not captured yet. And so this assessment, if we want to call it that, or screening tool, they're now renaming it um, at the price tag of $17 million a year in Colorado. That's an agenda. We can, we can, we have plenty other research-based mental health tools that we could use for free. <laughs> this is an agenda to get third-party data collectors in there collecting data on your children, which could be used for discrimination in the future. Um, it, you know, we don't know how this data is being protected or who actually is, is keeping it, but you will definitely see a push through this program for people, uh, students, down, like you said, down to 12 years old, to go into these gender transition programs because they're highly profitable. I've written about it before. Uh, a million dollars per person over the lifespan for all of the drugs and surgeries and complications that go with that medical experimentation, medical malpractice. So parents, you need buyer beware on that screening tool. Oh, it is. Um, it's it's unbelievable, and it is truly terrifying. And there was the big uh, rally at the Capitol yesterday for parental rights, particularly uh, against this uh, House Bill ten zero zero three. And my my friends, we need to be talking with our friends, our family, and our colleagues because people cannot believe it. But it is absolutely true, and people can read the bill. It's right there, and and uh, so read the bill so that you understand that. But but. Our twelve-year-olds. I mean, think about twelve-year-olds. I mean, they're just they're just starting to to move into. I mean, their bodies are changing. There's so much going on, and this is this is almost like they are are targeting uh, a, a very vulnerable time in a child's life and um, trying to normalize this whole transgender movement, and then using either drugs or surgery to mutilate these kids, which means sometime in the future, I mean, they will not be able to have children if they would so choose. You are 100% correct on that, Ken. Let's, I mean, there's two things you're kind of hitting on there. One is medical malpractice, that the, the, the cost of this gender transition, gender dysphoria, it, it, it's a lifeline cost of hormones pain medications, heart medications, antidepressant drugs, prosthetics, successive surgeries. Um, and, you know, the outcomes are in chronic infections, incontinence, surgical complications, Ugh. chronic pain, sterility, shortened lifespan. And let's look at the statistics. So 2.7% um, of high school students claim or report some form of gender dys dysphoria or confusion about their gender identity. But 94% of those, even from Kaiser Health News, 94% of those will resolve their gender identity questions without any intervention. They'll just grow out of it. So, so pharma has recognized this and said, you know, we need to start younger. We need to start younger and intervene. That's why you see... Who is targeted? Who is targeted? I will tell you. 
according to the Lancet in 2022, individuals who are white, privately insured, and come from higher medium income zip codes are have more gender dysphoria related codes. You know who do who is not targeted for gender dysphoria and transition? Non-white, publicly insured, low income households. Because again, this comes with a one million dollar price tag over the lifespan of the individual. So you know, insurance is involved in this. Pharma is involved in this. The state is involved in this. Mental health is involved in this. This is the enemy is everywhere on this. And it's uh, it's big business. And um, my gosh. Um, it, it's gender mutilation of, of children and all of this for power and money, from what I can see, Pam Long. Well, and no one's identifying the the elephant in the room is that trauma and in, in abuse go hand in hand with gender dysphoria. So let's, let's look at some of the other statistics that um, – 58% of people with gender dysphoria have another psychiatric diagnosis. 41% report self-injurious behaviors. So um, 73% report psychological abuse, 39% report physical abuse, and 19% report sexual abuse. So our ethics of do no harm would guide us, if this were not an agenda, to do the most most good with the least amount of harm, which is the most good is what we know. The research shows that psychotherapy or talk therapy, counseling is very effective. It is a first line of defense with anyone suffering from gender dysphoria. We want to go with the least invasive, least invasive so um, approach, which which would make this gender transition uh, business go you know go out of business. So we're so you see the agenda there. Um, and if I could give some examples for people just, you know, out in the celebrity world, because mo- most people can relate to that. When you look at celebrities, and I don't want to name them because I don't want to give them any attention. We could, we, conservatives would do well to stop giving attention to these people who are craving this attention and corporate sponsorships. Just start shunning them. Don't share their information or their videos. So Newsweek reported on celebrities in an article called Might Trauma Affect Gender Identity? And it reported in dozens of celebrities who have publicly, you know, stated their history before they identified as binary or transgender that they they all had these things in common. Physical abuse, childhood and adolescent sexual abuse, in the absence of parents or divorced parents the lack of protectors in their lives so that they could be, you know, the predators out there would, you know, take advantage of them both physically, sexually, and then with their mental health. And we talk about protectors. We have a responsibility as parents and grandparents and community members to be protectors from a public policy standpoint of these children that do not have protectors. And that's why the rally yesterday was so important. But that's also why you do what you do, shedding light on this. Uh, me as well, because we need to let people know what's going on, because we need to protect these children that are so uh, so very vulnerable. 
and, and how do we protect them? I want parents to be empowered. There's a, a really great, concise resource by the American College of Pediatricians, which is very different than the American Academy of Pediatricians, which is sold out to this agenda. But in this uh, report, just a few pages long, it's called The Myth About Suicide in Gender Dysphoric Children. Um, they give you all the references to combat this emotional blackmail of, well, if you don't gender, you know, transition or provide gender affirming medical care, then your child will, will kill herself or himself. Okay, that is emotional blackmail. There, there is no other medical or psychological condition where a suicidal patient, let alone a child, is, is allowed to dictate treatment. Okay, so here's some of the here's some of the information parents need to be armed with. The suicide risk among trans-identified youth or people with gender dysphoria are, is less than comparable to some other at-risk groups, such as um, people with anorexia have a increased risk by a factor of 31 for suicide. People with depression have an increased risk factor of 20 uh, for suicide, and, and people with uh, gender dysphoria have a risk factor, increased risk of 13-fold for suicide. So it's not, you know, it, the, the data does not say that gender dysphoria is inevitable suicide. In fact, it says the opposite, that we have some pretty long-term studies coming out of Sweden and the Netherlands, big population studies showing that people who fully transition with surgeries and drugs have a, a factor of 19, 19-fold increase suicide success, like meaning suicide completion um, over the general population. So we have a lot of evidence that, that this is not a solution, that it does not prevent, this gender change does not prevent suicide. And, you know, we also need to recognize in there that what does work is, is talk therapy, counseling, that, that has the most research behind it. We also need to recognize that puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones, the testosterone for women and estrogen for men, these things cause mental health problems. They can cause um, self-harm, uh, increase in body dissatisfaction, mania, depression, psychotic symptoms, anxiety. Um, and then lastly, we need to recognize that suicide is prone to social contagion, meaning the more it the more it occurs and is talked about, the more likely vulnerable kill kids will kill themselves. So we need to stop giving suicide attention in social media, where people, adults, are telling children, "Full of stunt, tell your parents if they don't want to go along with this, that you're going to kill yourself." <sighs> I, I tell you, Pam Long, it, it, this is just so cruel. I cannot even believe it, but it's important that we shed light on this and we get to have these important conversations because of great sponsors uh, such as uh, Johnny Stubbs. Steve, let me just do that. I was on the wrong page, so let me just finish that up. And we get to have these important conversations because of great sponsors such as Johnny Stubbs Heating and Air Conditioning Services. It's Colorado. We want warm homes in the winter and cool, comfortable homes in the summer. Johnny Stubbs Services is the heating and air conditioning company to call to ensure that your heating and cooling systems run efficiently and last for years. Johnny Stubbs Services' team of experts provide proper guidance to help you make informed decisions about your heating and cooling needs. Johnny Stubbs Services is prompt, reliable, and stands behind their work with a satisfaction guarantee. 
Kim Munson highly recommends Johnny Stubb Services for all your heating and cooling needs. Call Johnny Stubb Services today at 720-369-7589 to schedule your air conditioning check before summer arrives. That's 720-369-7589. Pain can be exhausting and frustrating, and Kim was recently experiencing hip pain from life's wear and tear. Dr. Craig Stimson with Advantage Wellness Center was able to help. For over 35 years, Dr. Craig Stimson has been helping individuals and their entire families with non-surgical and drugless treatments to address sports injuries, back and neck pain, headaches, joint pain, and auto accident injuries. Call Dr. Craig at 303-691-1771 today for your appointment. Dr. Craig Stimson, he can help you too. That number is 303-691-1771. All of Kim's sponsors are an inclusive partnership with Kim and are not affiliated with or in partnership with KLZ or Crawford Broadcasting. If you would like to support the work of the Kim Munson Show and grow your business, contact Kim at her website, KimMunson.com. That's Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. It's fine. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter. And you can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice searching for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you shouldn't have to force people to do it. And uh, thrilled to have on the line with me Pam Long. She is a West Point graduate as well as a former captain in the Army Medical Service Corps. And Pam, I just wanted to mention this new organ well new organization to me the center for american values uh, they are located in pueblo colorado and they are focused on teaching or equipping our kids uh, our next generation to understand uh, the self-sacrifice of one segment of our society that has been made to protect our freedoms and uh, they actually have um, portraits of valor it's a extraordinary collection uh, photographs uh, and documentation of more than 160 Congressional Medal of Honor recipients. It is a magical place. Drew Dix, who uh, is a Medal of Honor recipient, uh, is a co-founder with Brad Padula. It's a magical place. And Pam Long, if you've not been there, it should be on your list of things to do. It definitely is on my list. And uh, When you read about their mission statement to preserve that history of the most extreme sacrifices in our nation and honoring this extraordinary um, leadership and um, courage of patriots. It's definitely a place that I want to connect with with, with, in their mission to instill character and value in our young people. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so that makes me think about, we we started uh, the discussion on this, this essay that you've done, The Radicalization of People with Gender Dysphoria. And uh, you've made this connection that there have been a number of these individuals that have um, done these school shootings that, that that they have gender dysphoria. And how does that all that connect to pharmaceuticals? And, and then we're seeing this pressure here in Colorado regarding um, gun legislation, assault on our Second Amendment from the Constitution. So is there a connection? 
Yes. I mean, you have multiple agendas playing out together right now with this. So the Gun Control Act of 1968 prohibits people with any type of mental illness from possessing the firearms. But it's very narrow. Um, it, it only applies to people who have been involuntarily committed to a mental institution or adjudicated through our court system as mentally incompetent or mentally defective. So what this does it is it, it opens the door, but you know, for people who are outpatient with mental illness and legally taking SSRI drugs, which have black box warnings, such as um, many SSRI drugs and opioid drugs. Um, that can have, you know, suicidal, homicidal ideation as a side effect and psychotic behaviors as a side effect. Side effect. So you have, at the same time, you have this kind of loophole for people with mental illness to, to own and possess guns in public. You have the pharmaceutical industry omitting any mention of the influence of pharmaceutical drugs in these mass shootings. In fact, making statements, public statements, uh, uh, saying that we need gun control, not pharmaceutical drug control. For example, the American Psychiatric Association made an official statement in 2018 on a position on firearms access and acts of violence in relation to mental illness, saying that, you know, mass shootings are not connected to mental illness. And, and then they outlined all the gun control bills that they would like to see implemented nationwide, and all of them have been run through the Colorado legislature, almost word for word. And then you have the Association of American Medical Colleges also omitting any mention of pharmaceutical drugs playing a role in these shootings and mental health in saying now they want their, to teach clinicians how to discuss firearm safety with, with their clients and their patients, and they want their physicians trained on how to use ERPOs, extreme risk protection orders, and limit access to firearms. And alongside of that, you have Kaiser Health News responding in lockstep with this pharma messaging that we don't, mental illness is not connected to these mass shootings. Just try to wrap your head around that. I mean, you would have to have some form of mental illness, whether diagnosed or not, to go into a school and shoot children. But you have people like Kaiser Health News saying, no, what we really need is a call for gun control, not screening for drug interaction or mental health problems. So that is how these agendas are all working together. The pharmaceutical industry has been given a free pass on any type of accountability for their drugs. People are out in the public. Um, gun legislation is going through the blue states. And you have people with gender dysphoria, which a high percentage of them have another form of mental illness in addition to gender dysphoria and that background of trauma and abuse. Well, and uh, we had Yvonne Paez on uh, earlier this week, and uh, she uh, was also in the Army, and she actually trained some of the, well, it's SRT teams, which is kind of the military equivalent of SWAT teams. And so she trained them for, uh, you know, situations for example, like school shootings, and uh, she's also a former police officer, and she made this important word picture. You could have a pile of firearms. It could be pistols and rifles and shotguns and all, and it could be sitting there, and not one of those piece, those firearms is going to get up and do anything to shoot somebody. It's not until they're in the hands of someone. And so her point was, we need to look at the problem, which I think is where you're headed. And it seems that um, pharmaceuticals uh, and all these different organizations 
are in, in cahoots with not really looking at the real problem on this, Pam. Right. And then so you start to take in all these other social context evidence of the agenda, which would include, um, you know, Andy Ngo, uh on Twitter tweeted out in March that he noticed in his when he wrote his book Unmasked, a, a disproportionate number of suspects in the 2020 BLM uh, Antifa riots were transgender the people from their mugshots and when they were arrested and and so is there is there this transgender genocide or epidemic of violence against targeting people with gender dysphoria who are transgender matt waltz tweeted out you know that the fbi only reported two murders in 2021 associated with people who were transgender so um so the evidence does not support that there is a you know genocide against transgender individuals where they're being targeted but we do see that they're they're being involved in things radical movements like BLM and these mass shootings so the question we need to ask ourselves if you believe that you know medical mutilation is at the hands of unethical providers and, and doing harm to their body is it really it's far-fetched to also go the extra mile and see that those same doctors and therapists who are promoting mutilation of the body are also, you know, mutilating their minds with radical ideas. Oh, my gosh. I hadn't connected that dot. So you talked uh, about emotional blackmail, that parents are being blackmailed emotionally. They're they're being told that if they don't support their their child doing this gender mutilation, that their child might commit suicide. But yet... We're connecting a dot that that actually the, these children might be involved in something much more tragic with a school shooting. So this is, I hadn't connected that dot, Pam. That's a new one for me. Well, and, you know, we're also seeing like a sub-agenda in here where people, professionals even, are trying to connect that these mass shooters and people with gender dysphoria have autism and you know, just a quick summary on autism, there's three types, basically, two recognized by our DSM, our Diagnostic Manual, where there's classic disability evident by age three with severe impairments in in cognitive, behavioral, and social skills, and then there's a subset of higher-functioning people with Asperger's where they have more deficits in their social skills, and then there's a third category that I think is, is coming to play in this uh, agenda people who call themselves neurodiverse and, and they don't have DSM criteria autism. They make some bad choices in life, get involved with bad people, and then they decide they have undiagnosed autism. And I do not want those people associated with our disability community. Our people with DSM autism are not capable of mass shootings. They're, 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 they will never live independent lives for the most part. Many of them are nonverbal and don't even understand abstract things like transgender. So um, I, I think we need to be careful there that those people with autism could, could definitely be targeted for manipulation to uh. be brought into this agenda. Um, and I think you spoke to earlier today about there's definitely a um, decrease the population agenda being played out in here where you know we want people having less children. And this agenda also accomplishes that. Most of these people who change their sex will not be able to bear children. I, I know. It's uh, it's pretty pretty diabolical, actually. But uh, 
On this Good Friday, first of all, Pam Long, thank you for your voice and for your pen and what you do. Uh, on this Good Friday, how would you like to button this up? I, I would uh, like to mention that in Isaiah 53, it says, by his wounds, we are healed. And I would encourage anyone who needs help with gender dysphoria to seek out help outside the government, outside uh, the school and get private help where it will be confidential and it will be evidence-based, some type of counseling that will not harm the mind or body. Absolutely. Pam Long, thank you so much. Thank you. And we have these important conversations because of great sponsors such as Lauren Levy. Inflation is rocking our boats, especially for individuals on fixed incomes. If you are 62 years or older, mortgage specialist with Polygon Financial Group, Lauren Levy, can help you navigate this inflation squeeze with a reverse mortgage. Additionally, if you are considering buying a new home, refinancing your existing home, or consolidating high interest debt, it's not too late to lock in an interest rate before interest rates increase again. Don't wait. Kim Munson recommends you call Lauren Levy today at 303-880-8881 for a no-cost consultation. That's Lauren Levy at 303-880-8881. Hey folks, Matthew Dark here with exciting news about COVID justice and how you can be involved in this critical moment in history. Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom in conjunction with COVIDPenalty.com is leading the way in protecting everyone's legal right to refuse an investigational new drug. There is no law that can force you to participate in medical research and we need your help in bringing these lawsuits to fruition. To donate and view impending lawsuits, visit ColoradoMedicalFreedom.com. That's ColoradoMedicalFreedom.com. It's more critical than ever to get the firearms training you must have to be confident in protecting yourself and your family. Learning from the expertly trained instructors at Franktown Firearms and Shooting Range, you will learn the skills necessary to be ready for anything you have to deal with. If you learned how to shoot by way of Granddad Taught Dad Taught Me, you may be missing critical elements of safety and proficiency training that can only be learned in the right environment with a knowledgeable and industry-leading instructor who can analyze and diagnose shooting mistakes, helping you prepare properly. At Franktown Firearms, they believe understanding how guns work Learning the fundamentals the right way and being confident in using a gun can mean the difference between life and death. When people leave Franktown classes, they feel empowered. They look forward to practicing and getting more training. Go to franktownfirearms.com and sign up for one of our training classes today. Franktown Firearms, where friends are made. Americans Veteran Stories with Kim Munson, Sunday afternoons at 3 here on KLZ 560 AM and KLZ 100.7. It's Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show with Kim Munson. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter there. And you can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We are an independent voice on an independent station. And we search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you should not have to force people to do it. And my friends, it's never compassionate to take other people's stuff, whether or not it's their rights, their property, freedom, livelihood, or opportunities, or their lives via force. And it could be with a weapon. But policy or unpredictable and excessive taxation, fear, coercion, government-induced inflation, the World Economic Forum, Davos Globalist Elite's agenda, 
and uh, and those IRS agents that they thought that they were going to try to uh, send out to answer your phone calls faster through the Democrats' Inflation Reduction Act. They're back in the news again. Are they? Yeah, they're thinking, okay, we got to hurry up and get the... And I don't know why, because it's tax time, what, in another week or so? Mm-hmm. But the, now all of a sudden there's a big crush out to get these people hired up and trained up and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, you went through that list again. We know that list, is, not only is that list growing, but each one of those problems seems to be getting more and more intense. It does. And that is why what we're doing here on the show is so important to help uh, help us get our brains around these issues. And that's why we do the show. So I'm going to go to some of these text messages here. Um, Somebody said, super thank you for the resource of Pam Long. Oh, my gosh. What she is doing with these essays and as a regular guest on the show, Steve, is so important. Um, let's see here. <laughs> I I just, sorry, I, I think from my position, when I first contact her, when you're still in, with your previous guest or whatever, she sounds so diminutive and, you know, it's like, boy, but she is the mouse that roared. Oh, my gosh. And uh, her pieces and the way this works uh, with this essay is uh, we, we've talked about it, but it will be rolled out this weekend in the newsletter. So make sure that you're signed up for the newsletter and then we will have it on the website. And uh, so uh, she's yes, she has a powerful voice and a powerful pen. And so, again, uh, super thank you to the resource of uh, Pam Long. Another one, someone said, I have a DVD from the Christian Worldview Organization called In His Image. And in that DVD, it talks about the transgender stuff and the problems with it, as well as the sexual abuse that children experience and end up becoming transgendered themselves. Um, Boy, we haven't really gone gone through all that. Here we have a listener that says... uh, uh, in between the drag queen assemblies at school, maybe we could teach kids uh, firearm safety. Now, that that's a thought. And here's another one, and I love this. It says, to plant a garden is to believe in tomorrow. Uh, that's, again, from another listener. And then uh, same listener says, producer Steve is a good egg. There you have it for Easter. I need to talk with this person because there's too many people running around here calling me a a rotten egg. So you you can't have it both ways. You can't have it both ways. Okay. Uh, Let's see here. Another one. I'm calling it perversion propaganda. Uh, And uh, let's see. This is actually from yesterday. Uh, This listener said, no, we have not done this. Marx is in what they're addressing is when I was having the conversation with Yvonne Paez and she said that that we have done this and uh, how we've done this, I think, is by being apathetic. I think not addressing things because of the uh, political correctness. And but to, to this listener's point is this is really a Marxist um, plan, a plan to destruction and depopulation says we've trusted our nation and uh, government and they've taken over. Uh, there are real crimes out there and lawlessness by even a, t- a takeover of the courts. And it's a lot of things at once. It says whether you are a Christian or not. You should fight this. And that is so true, Steve. Whether or not you're a blue dog Democrat or an unaffiliated libertarian, uh, Republican or conservative, we really do need to be uh, working together and, and fighting these things. Well, that takes me back to what Alan Thomas said here. Not his most recent visit, but the one before. I was struggling with words, you know, morals and all that kind of stuff. He's virtue, virtuous. 
And yes, you don't necessarily have to be Christian to be a virtuous person. And I know think that's where this is going no that that is for sure so uh this is from another listener uh, because we've been talking about uh, the depopulation and my guys through abortion and then there's not reproduction and how they can call it reproductive health is beyond me Uh, but also with this gender mutilation of our children they'll never be able to bear children because of that, and this listener said, the founder of Planned Parenthood, Margaret Sanger, believed in eugenics. She aimed her beliefs racially to limit the black population. I think a lot of people don't know that, Steve. And if you didn't know that, uh, listener says, look it up. It is, uh, has roots of racism, but they couched it as women's rights. And to that point about women's rights is honestly, I don't know where the women's lib movement is on uh, having boys in girls locker rooms boys in girls sports uh they are very very quiet steve the only thing that's coming from that area right now on this particular area, uh, thing that we're talking about is crickets there's just nothing and that I, I, that is is incredibly strange i have a hard time getting my head around that but um What's the, the the one woman commentator on most she's on fox she had, was megan is it megan um, oh, um, I know who you're talking about. Megan, I can't remember. Well, she, uh, uh, okay, and now I'm really going to have a hard time pulling names out. See, I told you I don't get up, uh, wake up before 8.30 in the morning, <laughs> and the show's over at 8, so you can see where that goes. <laughs> That's a problem, huh? But uh, it was just a one-on-one, and oh, darn, I wish I could remember his name. Anyway, they were sitting at a table, but she basically, she... I think it was Ben Shapiro. Ben, That's right, Ben Shapiro and Megan, ben. hmm. But she just, man, she, and she wasn't after him. I think he was in total agreement, but she cleared the air. He says, get out of our locker rooms, get out of, you know, all these different places and let women be women. Yes. And uh, (laughs) again, remember in the old days that the kind of creepy peeping Tom's peeping into the girls lockers room, locker room or um perverts or whatever we used to call them perverts and now instead of peeping in they are actually in the locker room it's crazyville well you know you're preaching the choir and all i can say is amen (laughs) let's see some others uh let's see here just getting to some more of these text messages And uh, next week, my friends, we are going to start something new, and that is going to be Open Line Friday in the second hour. And I'm a little nervous about it, uh, just so it's going to be a new experiment, but I want to help you have your voices out there, and so that's going to be next week. Uh, Another text message, the only gun problem is not having more guns in schools. Uh, Every staff should be carrying a gun, or I guess we should say every staff member that wants to be trained to carry a weapon that's going to change things significantly this is another thing because the left and radical liberals are teaching children what do you think rather than critical thinking these children are not able to put this together and say that um, it's mental problems not a gun problem again that's from a listener i think that um, pam pretty well nailed that and i think helped explain that and also yvonne yesterday i think steve hey uh Something just came back to me because I was too busy watching the the buttons here. You're, you said you're a little bit uh, concerned about the uh, open line. 
Yeah, I, I am, because I'm still learning how to manage oh. this text message and then the open line, and then I don't want to be waiting for calls and not have anybody call. All right. I, I would, I, I'm going to go out on a limb here, but it's not much of a limb. Uh, Bill in North Glen, Larry in Lakewood, Mark in Black Forest, our listeners have proven they're, they're certainly up to this task. Yeah, and also Allen in Lakewood as well. Oh, yes. And then um, Wyatt up in Wyoming. Okay, so this will be a call for, for everybody to, to um, get ready because I really do want to hear what people have to say. Uh, and so we're going to give it a whirl. It's going to be, and if, it, if it's successful, then we'll do it again. And that will be uh, next week. So I uh, definitely do want to hear from you. I had another text message that I wanted to mention. Um, oh, this is interesting here is uh, it says that um, regard, regarding it says Rick Scott in Florida banned the long gun for 18 and older uh, just recently it was revoked by DeSantis but the government DOJ doesn't enforce the laws why doesn't Congress defund them and it says Trump is begging for this as the DOJ is not doing its job but persecuting opposition. Uh, yeah, that 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 pretty well <laughs> makes a statement about all that. Let's see. <laughs> what what government government entity in this administration is not, you know, working backwards or working the wrong direction? Right, right. Okay, another listener said this is planned to disarm us and harm our children. I agree with that. And uh, let's see here. Situational awareness needs to be in play. That's that's true. Uh, ring cameras in halls, guards at front and back, a uh, few armed, concealed, trained, educate about who really does the harm. I think that listener has really, really probably nailed it. Don't you think, Steve? Oh, well, yes, uh, definitely. Again, I, I guess I. the more we do this, the more I trust our listeners. So uh, they're always going to come up on the right side of things. Yes, absolutely. So... Um, and that that doesn't necessarily mean that whatever they say uh, is you and I are in total harmony with or you or right. I, but it's still moving in the right direction. Well, and, it, and it's uh, just I can just feel people are very thoughtful. They're th- critically thinking. And that is why we do the show. I know that all of you don't agree with everything that we say, but we're doing our best. And um, and you can change my mind as well, but we do search for truth. And if we get it wrong, then we will certainly want to correct that as well. Critically thinking, case in point, what you just said a little while ago about Margaret Sanger. How many people even know who Margaret Sanger is? So the challenge then says, hey, if you're hearing this name, obviously the way we are talking about it is somebody of note. And you need to know who Margaret Sanger was, is, was. And what she stood for. Right. And what her goals really were. So anyway, I wish all of you a um, very um, reflective Good Friday as well as a very happy Easter. And our quote for the end of the show is from C.S. Lewis. It says, the Christian does not think God will love us because we are good, but that God will make us good because he loves us. So my friends today, be grateful, read great books, think good thoughts, listen to beautiful music, communicate and listen well, live honestly and authentically, strive for high ideals. And like Superman, stand for truth, justice, and the American way. My friends, you are not alone. God bless you, and God bless America.